0: What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is sports with strawberry ice. I'm your host Jeff Trenopoul. As you can see, I'm using a different camera today. For some reason, my other camera decided not to work on me, so you see me up close and personal. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,239 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, this show. And every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So like I said, this is Sports Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Iceman Jeff Trenopoul. A little discombobulated because, you know, the computer decides not to work. It just decides that, you know, the camera just decides I'm not going to work today. For no reason at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. Let's, we'll see what's going on. Let's uh, get into the chat here real quick. You guys are already starting to blow it up. All right. Uh, Gavin Chef, what's up? If the Reds win tonight, can you shop a beer live? <laughs> I unfortunately will not. I'll be in bed because I have to be at work at like, uh, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning. So, I'll be laying in bed listening to the game. But, um. If they win, I'll try it. If, put it this way. How about this? If they win the series on Sunday, I'll shotgun a, a, a beer live on uh, either on the channel or the Facebook page or something like that. But I think that's a good idea. Or Twitter. Somewhere around. I'll, I'll make sure you guys can see if they win the series on Sunday. I'll, uh, I'll shotgun a beer. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Tim, what's going on? How you doing? Yes. We had to beat the boozers this weekend. Huge huge weekend. Uh and yes, we're gonna win the series now. All right, all right. So you heard it live here first that uh <laughs> if the Reds win the series, I will shotgun a beer and beat the boozers. If they beat the boozers, yes, Rob, got to beat the it's the boozers on here. The boozers, not not the brewers. <laughs> all right, let's get into uh some of the news surrounding the reds today and uh this came out earlier today that uh the reds have placed on the 10-day just injury list sunny gray for a rib cage strain and recalled from triple a tony santian now i talked to some guys uh some other people and they're like well maybe this is just a ploy to get more bullpen help you know maybe it is something that did bother them Sonny Gray, but you know, since he just pitched, he probably wasn't going to pitch this weekend. And it gives and if it is sore, it gives him more time to recover and get better. Uh at, you know, the all-star break coming up, going into the next series, you know, again with the boosers. So now, this is how important. Hold on a second. Let me get the royal us, royal flush terry. I would, that is such a tongue twister. Royal flush terry. Let's get to your comment here, real quick. Uh, for all intents and purposes, the next seven games are what we can expect in the playoff series is put up a shut up time at a great point that's rolling in to my next graphic I have from a friend of the show, Charlie Goldschmidt. Now this is pretty much breaking it down and he says he tweeted this out today by the time the Reds leave Milwaukee on Sunday, Cincinnati could be anywhere between two games back in the central. And ten games back in the Central, big series heading into the All Star break. I don't know about you guys, but I'm hoping it's two. And one thing I liked about yesterday's is a bounce back win, you know, it's a, it's, and that's kind of what I was saying uh, the day before they lost, you know, and they lost a heartbreaker. I mean, it's they, again they had a five run lead, and the freaking bullpen, you know, blew the game again. We've seen that so many times this year, and but. The Reds haven't always bounced back as quickly as they did yesterday. And it was a comeback come from behind when again Sonny Gray pitched his butt off. I mean, from what C Trent I think tweeted out where they had because they had the rain delay, Sonny Gray came back out and shut him down in the seventh. I guess he went and completely changed his clothes in the locker room and until totally he restarted like a mental, you know, all right, we're starting the game. It's, a, it's not it's not the same game. It's a new game. We're starting a new game over, and he was out there, and he dominated them for that last inning, and it was great to see. And if he did have a rib injury, that's you know kind of surprising of how good he did with uh, with that. And I think I have – is this the comment? Yes. Uh, Char Goldsmith again, friend of the show, says where I – this is from Sunny Gray. says, where I sit right now, when my turn comes available, I feel like I'll be able to play. So that's good. And, and Gray's eligible, eligible to return a week from Sunday for the final series against the Boozers. And then Bobby Nightingale, who hopefully I'm working on will be on the show tomorrow. Uh me and him were Twitter uh messaging messaging each other back and forth before the show starts. So Bobby, if you're watching the show and you answered me again, I'll answer you after the show. But this is what Sunday Gray said about uh about uh, about his rib injuries. Uh Sunday Gray said he managed his rib injury during his start yesterday. But the All-Star break is advantage to rest it. He's flying back to Cincinnati today to begin rehab. He's confident he will return in 10 days. So hopefully this is like smoke and mirrors. Like I said, hopefully it's not that big of a deal. Hopefully this is more of a ploy to get bullpen help because we need to get Santion back up here. Lorenzo's coming back. Hoffman's coming back. You get the, all those guys back. Oh, my goodness. You're going to have to get closer to that. Yes, there, there's, there's Mrs. Ice with the – Yes, 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 we know. Yes, we know. Champions. Whatever. The Tampa Bay Lightning. If you guys if you guys don't know, they won the Stanley Cup last night. Now this okay. Now look, this is 24 years of marriage to this woman. My (laughs) none of my teams have won a freaking playoff game. Her football team has won the Super Bowl twice. Her hockey team has won the Stanley Cup three times. Her baseball team has went to the World Series twice. Mine can't even win a freaking playoff game. This is what I have to live with. Pray for me, please. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning on their big win. Let's get back to the Reds talk here. All right, Tim Beetle. At worst case, they have to go 4-3 th- over the next seven games. Exactly. Now, actually, Beetle. Gave me a great graphic that I want to use here, too. This is what this is the Reds breakdown of the season so far. I see If you look, if we don't ever have to play the NLS, we'll be doing great. We're 10 and 20 versus the NLS, 35 21 versus the rest of the MLB. That is a six thirty six winning percentage versus the rest of major baseball. They have 73 games remaining versus the rest of major baseball. If they continue, Twin win at that rate, they will win 91 games this season. 91 games? That could win you the, the division, I think. And luckily, we don't have that many games, if any, at all versus the NL West. So, uh, crown, there you go. Crabble, kids, very happy for you with your Tampa Bay Lightning, honey. She didn't hear me. <laughs> so, anyway, this is a huge win for a huge series for the Reds. And I can't ever, I can't ever state that any more than, than that. I mean, th- going into, and I've said this all week, going into this series before the All-Star break and coming out of it. We, like I said, if we have potential of being, I want to be at least three games out. That would be awesome. If we could be three games out going into the All-Star break, that would be awesome. And then we face them again coming out of the All-Star break. This, we could be in first place after these two series, if it all works out well for the Reds. Now, is coming back. He's gonna be back in the bullpen. I haven't heard if um Lorenzen is going to be back yet officially this weekend. They said he could come back this weekend. Uh that would be another huge get uh to help the bullpen. Hoffman hopefully come back soon. We get those three guys, that changes your bullpen. And then you get whenever whenever we get TJ Anton and and um um I always want to say readers, not the other guy. Simon. Not Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. Get those two back, those four in our bullpen, that totally changes our bullpen completely. Uh, Beetle, what do you got? He, okay, we have three remaining versus the NL Dodgers, and they're at GABP. They're not trailing out of the center time zone for the rest of the season. That's awesome. So that, that those are all good signs. For the Reds, and like Beetle said, if you if you keep this pace up that they've had versus everybody except the NL West, that could get us to 91 wins. 91 wins could win this thing. And but and and the cool thing is, bullpen help is coming, and that's the thing I keep talking about that we need very very badly is bullpen help. And you can't trade for everybody. I mean, we can't. I know. I keep saying I want to trade. I want to trade. I do. I want them to trade for somebody. Well, you need more than one, one arm. So Santiago's coming back. And I really do see him, his future as a reliever, because he's really only like a two-pitch pitcher. And I think he could be a really good middle reliever for us. And Michael Lorenzen, if he comes back and he's pitching like Michael Lorenzen, he is he is a stopper. You know, Crown, you missed the beginning of the show. You want to know why a different angle today? Because my camera over there is not working. <laughs> It, well, it's all the lights are on, but it kept turning off on me for no reason before the show started. So you get to see me up close and personal today, guys. So sorry. <laughs> that's that's the way it is. Uh let's see your Foxy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's on a rehab assignment with Louisville who'll be back this weekend. Well, I, they had, had that has not been officially announced that he will be back. Not that I've seen unless you've got something that, that I I don't that they say he could be back this weekend. I have not seen an official tweet saying that he will be back this weekend. So we'll see what happens. But either way, he's going to be back. Hoffman is going to be. Those Those and Simon, those or Santeons, excuse me. Those three are coming. They are going to be back in the Reds' bullpen, hopefully by this weekend, hopefully tonight, starting, you know, 8 o'clock tonight versus the Boozers. That would help because that is the biggest problem with this, this baseball team. You know, is is the is the bullpen? It's you know, I can't state that any more than I've stated it on the sh- on the show. Uh, point in case, the last the game we lost against the Royals, there's no reason we should have lost that game. They had a they gave up five runs, or actually six runs in two innings. That's not easy to do. <laughs> you kind of have some talent or lack thereof to do that here, Anthony, what's up? Not you there. Anthony, what's up? <laughs> I try to click on the comments sometimes, and I click somebody else's comments. Beatle, what do you got? All right. You have the earliest Lorenzen returns is Saturday. I almost bet they wait until after the all-star break unless the bullpen gets used a lot tonight and tomorrow. I'll find out. Like I said, I have not seen any. Information on when you know when or if he's come. They said he could possibly come back. And the good thing about this, with the Boosers playing a doubleheader yesterday, they used a lot of their pitchers, so their bullpen is is going to be taxed coming into the game tonight. So tonight is the night to jump on them and 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 get them because that, that, their bullpen's better than ours. I mean, it's just the way it is. So tonight is the night to jump on their bullpen and let's go. Foxy uh, was supposed to say hoping. Oh, he'll be back this weekend. <laughs> Stupid talks to text, brother. I do it all the time. <laughs> I used to talk to text all the time. I know what you mean. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be back. Since I sports talk says Reds win tonight, calling it sounds good to me. I. Tonight is a big game. To me, it sets the tone. Well, obviously it sets the tone for the whole series. And that's where I'm like, the Reds had the advantage. We're coming in on yeah, you know, one game straight, but, but they've been the hotter team as of late. The Boozers bullpen has gotten used a lot. I mean, <laughs> Hader got beat by Jose Peraza. Of all people, former Red Jose Peraza, pinch hit, home run, tied the game up in the first game yesterday. So, and hey, that doesn't happen very often. So, to me, the Reds have a distinct advantage tonight. That's why it is a, it's not only a huge series, but tonight's a huge game. We need to get out and get out fast, step on their throat, and, you know, make a statement tonight, I think. Beetle, love it. You're coming. See, Tim Beetle, I'll just let you guys So know some inside information. He is the guy I use for a lot of my Reds information that I don't know about because he's always for well, him and my boy Eric. Those two hooked me up. But Beetle, Reds is throwing again tonight. So that's back to back outings for him, which means he won't be available tomorrow. So they won't activate him until Saturday at the earliest. Okay. Well, that's good enough. I mean, well, hopefully, if it's back to th- back, He's got to do back to back, obviously, to make sure his arm and shoulder and everything, you know, can recover because he's going to be in the bullpen. He's not going to be a starter. So let's, you know, say a little prayer. God, please let it be fine. because <laughs> we need Michael Lorenzen, and so, so. But they have they are adding Santian, and I I do think Santian is a a a big add in the bullpen. I really do. I I I just me and Beetle were talking about this. And I said, I think that he's a future bullpen guy. And I said this, that I thought once Sonny Gray came back, that they put him in the bullpen. But I think the way um, since he he started and the bullpen was kind of taxed, they sent him down to bring somebody else up, and now they're able to bring him back. back. They've had to just maneuver up and down and up and down with guys with this bullpen because – like I said, they don't have anybody who's steady. Hopefully, Santiago can be steady. Hopefully, Lorenzen, at worst case, if he doesn't pitch until Sunday, he comes back and he's steady for the whole second half. Chris Hoskins, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Do you think India will win rookie of the year? He's got a shot at it. Shoot, Tyler Stevens has got a shot at it, too. But, um, Beetle, if you're watching, I know you're watching. There's somebody I, – I think he's – is he with Seattle? That's probably – that's in most eyes ahead of those two. And that's where I kind of think India and Stevenson being on the same team could hurt them as far as getting rookie of the year. But, yes, I absolutely think India has a shot at getting rookie of the year. Will he get it? I don't know. That, see, that also comes to – well, it's such says that being a small market team. And we don't get the publicity. I mean, just look at Nick Cassianos. He, him, and Jesse Winker don't get nearly the pub nationally like they should. You know, for as consistently as they've hit this year, they they should be talked um, a, a, amongst as Tatis Jr., Mookie Betts. I mean, that's that's the kind of praise they should be getting because that's how good a season that they're having. Now, Jesse Winker has calmed down. I think he's like four for his last 25. I think that's what it is. I'm kind of doing that off the top of my head. And I do think that a lot of that has to do with him being an all star, his first time being an all star. I think he might be just gripping the bat a little bit too much. I'm an all star. And that's in the back of his head. So hopefully he can relax. We need his bat this weekend. And I know I put this out there on Facebook. You know, that would you guys like to see um, Winker or Cassianos in the home run derby? And at first I said, yeah, that'd be cool, which it would be cool. But with us in this race, there are lots of guys who have been in the home run hitting contest and it changes their swing. And as Much weight that Castellanos and Winker have carried for this Reds team, and it's not like they're going to get a break for the All-Star game because they're going to be playing. I hope they go there, chill out, relax, have a good time, and get mentally prepared for the second half of the season. Uh, Winker already said that he's not going to be in it. He said he wants to chill out. Uh, sit in the stands and, and drink a beer <laughs> and watch and watch a home run hitting contest. So I know Winker's not gonna be in it, and it's official anyway. I, I they they officially came out with the, uh, the official list of guys that are in there, which I tweeted it out, but I don't have it to put on the um show here right now. So, how excited are you guys? What do you what do you guys think about this weekend? What you know, what. Am I making too big a deal about this? Do because I really do think this this weekend and coming out of it is a make or break for this this team. And let's look at it this way: the Reds have swept every team in the NL Central this year, every team. So nobody scares me in the NL Central. Nobody scares me. I mean, even the Boozers, they went, and they you know, they won ten or eleven in a row. That's fine. They weren't playing them against very good teams. This Reds team, there is no quit in them, and that is one of the. I, that's the thing I love about it. I love that about these team about this team is there's no quit. I mean, if we're down four or five runs, I'm not worried about. It, especially after the seventh inning, the seventh inning, the Reds, I think, have scored the most or the second most runs beyond the seventh inning. In baseball. So our offense is ridiculous. The part, the two parts that scare me, the biggest one, obviously, I keep saying is the bullpen and our defense still gets shaky from time to time. It's, it's better than it was, but it's still shaky from time to time. So Chris says they're going to sweep the Brewers game, which I popped that up there. But Hey, that they sweep them. We're two games out, dude. That would be awesome. (laughs) So we get swept. We're 10 games out. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. I, I would be, you know, I look at everything, like I said, through through red-colored and orange-colored sunglasses. I'd be highly shocked if we swept them. I can definitely see us winning the series, though. But I'll take a sweep. I, I mean, keep those brooms out. I will take a sweep all day long. Foxy, what do you got? I think we'll sweep them. Or at least take two out of three or four. Take two out – oh, excuse me. Take three out of four from them. i get it right. <laughs> ah, yeah. Crip. God, I hope David Bell <laughs> leaves Garrett at the hotel tonight. I know, Crip, man. I, I would love I, – I would love to know what is going on with Garrett. I, I've never seen a guy who is as dominant as he was – in spring training. I mean, he struck, I think, everybody out. And he can he can barely get anybody out. And he'll go through, through stretches where he small, – very, very small stretches where he looks like the old AG. But he said something that – I said this on the show before – or he doesn't feel like he can talk and do what he used to do. And that kind of reminded me of, of Chad Johnson. And back in the day, Chad Johnson – do you guys remember the pepto Bismo game where he went and sent pepto Bismo to the Browns? And then the Browns' cornerbacks shut him down. And A.G. kind of, well, I can't talk. I can't beat myself. Like, I don't think that helps him. I really don't, you know. My, just my own opinion. I don't think that helps him. But I don't know what can help him right now other than trying to throw strikes, you know, and not, you know, you to throw strikes that these guys can't hit. And he's hasn't done it. Royal flush Terry. Suarez is glaring defensive weakness. Yep. Doesn't help that, to have a one sixty eight average. Now, it's starting to come come up a little bit, but I'm I know I did a thing where you know maybe the four days off helped him. I think it's helped him. I don't know if I don't know if we ever see Gino be the old Gino. I really don't because this is and I talked about this when Lance McAllister's on my show last Friday. This is not a small sample size. He did this over the 60 games last year, and we've played over 60 games this year, and he's still hitting hitting like this. So I'm not sold that he can get out of this. I hope he can, at least back to where he was when he was hitting 49 home runs. I don't know if we'll see that again. I don't know. I, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Uh, you know, I try to be very optimistic about this, but also try to look at it, you know some facts. And if you look at what he's done over the last it's a full baseball season as far as games goes. It's You know, it, it doesn't look good at, at all. Now, this is a thought I, I've had. Now, I'm th- throwing this out there. Like, our best training piece is probably Alejo Lopez to try to get some um, relief help. Hang on a second. Let me get the Beatles comment here, then I'll, I'll bring that back up for we completely changed subjects here. All right. Gal- Garrett has been very solid – Last 10 outings. During that time, it has been 6-2 innings, 4 hits, 4 walks, 9 Ks, 0 runs loud. True. But that is with David Bell, in my opinion, spoon-feeding him. There's been very, very few times that he has pitched to more than two guys. You know, I mean, he's basically, he's not the Garrett of old. I can't remember. And and, and they haven't been a high leverage situation up until that game against the Royals. And you see what happened. So yes, I agree he has done better, but it's not the AG of old. You know. So that's where I'm still like, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not like, oh good, he's all better. He's it's still. Well, said, Dave, I said, "David Bellier brings him in. If he brings him in at the beginning of an inning, he only lets him pitch two guys, and that's it. Or he or he, or he lets him come in for one." John, I agree. <clears throat> and Garrett wasn't good the first month of the season. Garrett, no, Garrett was horrible the first month of the season. I mean, he really hasn't been. He hasn't been that good all year. He's been okay. Like he's, he's better, but he's not anywhere close to what he was. Now, let me get back to my, <clears throat> my thought, where I've said, you know, I think Alejo Lopez is probably best piece to use to try to get a some relief help. I don't know if they want him or not, but he's showing he can play second base. He's showing he can play third base. He's showing he can hit. My thought process is this. We have Jose, um, Gale- not Garcia, Galejo, whatever he changed his name to, who is in the futures uh, game and he's going to be our future shortstop. It looks like if he can make it to the big leagues this year, I prove that he can hit. Yeah. Leo Lopez who has made it up here. And so far, I don't know if he's proven, but he's shown he can hit up here. My question is moving into the future. Now I want to sign. Yeah. There Jose Barato. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. T- Terry. I, I was gonna call, call him Jose Garcia, but it's, it's Jose Barato. Um, my thought process is this: I want to keep Nick Castellanos, and to me, we have three third basemen. You got Gino, and you got Moose, and you got Lopez, and then you got Barato, who could be our starting shortstop next year. What? You, and this would be an off-season move. You know, this is not anything this year. And it just depends if anybody would want to take these guys. And I'm talking about trading Gino and Moose, which you can't trade either one of them now. There's no nobody's gonna take Gino. Moose is on the injured list. That's not gonna happen. But I'm I'm wondering, I'm thinking this thought process of getting potentially getting rid of those guys, getting them off the books to be able to use that money to extend Nick Cassianos. And two things. One, I think it the bigger thing it makes our defense better. Uh, I think, I know uh, Lopez had an error. He looks to be a solid defensive third baseman. I know berto Jose, He I know he's a very, very solid shortstop. If you have those two at third and short, and you can extend maybe Jesse Winker, and you keep the, the Cassianos, and maybe sign uh, Tyler Nyquin, solidify and keep that outfield we have, I'm wondering if that's a better, a move, that the franchise is thinking toward the future. Because the other thing is, there's a very good chance next year, Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green could be in this rotation next year. So that would be, you know, four rookies, basically. Well, uh, Lopez probably won't be a rookie next year. But four young guys in this team, or on this team, and you still get to keep your offense, your consistent offense. And this year, the consistent offense has been Winker, Nyquan, and Cassianos. And India, you know, so you keep all those guys. That that's To me, that's your core. If you add some young guys to that and then you add some more young pitchers because that's going to be an interesting thing, too. If, if, if Lodolo and Hunter Green make this team next year, they're going to be starters. That's what the Reds want them. That's what they've groomed them to be. And I know, Crown, you want Hunter Green up here now. It ain't happening. <laughs> you know, Hunter Green is still not ready. But I think that might be a good move because if those two are in your starting rotation next year, you're going to have a, a plethora of starting pitchers. Okay, you still got Tyra Malley. Um, I don't, Wade my I think, on his last year of his contract. So you could have six starting pitchers and only five spots. Michael Reeder, what's up? Uh, you are new to the show and you're watching on Facebook. Do me a favor. If you're new to the show and you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Sports Strawberry Eyes. I greatly appreciate it. Also, I don't think I've mentioned this yet. We're doing super chats in the channel. So if you guys want to support what I'm doing, you can give me a super chat. Okay. Really don't have to extend Nick C. Just buy out the option. Okay, yeah, true. Exactly. Yes, yes, you're right. You don't have to extend it. You have to buy it. Yeah. Either way. I want to either way, it's going to cost the Reds more money. I'm just saying it's a way to keep him because we already know that Bob Castle doesn't want to spend any money. And to me, you got you got Gino and you got Moose. And sorry, India's playing so good. Moose is not going to second base next year, no matter what. I mean, you got two third basemen. They even don't talk about Alejo Lopez. Who you can play at third? You know, Moose or, or Gina, one of them is probably gone, you know, in this offseason. Because Jonathan India is solidified himself as the second baseman defensively, offensively. He, I mean, he is the best leadoff hitter we've had. And I don't remember when. Chris Sabo. <laughs> I mean, that, that he 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 has solidified that leadoff spot. We haven't had a consistent guy at the beginning of our lineup in years. All right, Terry, what's up? All right. I would think Tyler Nyquan is a reasonable trade piece. Ooh, yeah, as well. But, okay, let me me finish reading it. Uh, He has nice stats, but if you have to keep two of the three outfielders, you're keeping the all-stars, and you can give Shogo at bats. That's true. You can do that. I mean, Nyquan could be... A, a trade piece. I, I mean, I'd hate to do that, but that, that I don't know why I haven't thought about that one. Because I keep thinking about trading Shogo. You could trade Nyquan. Um, The thing is, you have to trade him to the only... He's not under contract after this year. So, you he would be a guy that you'd trade to a contending team. I can't see a team who's out of it trading for Nyquan. Because they lose him. So you're not going to get, you know, these teams that are selling, they're going to trade guys away that either they can't sign or don't want to sign, but they want young pieces that they have control over for the next couple of years. So I don't see them trading Nyquin. I don't see Nyquin being, offensively, yes. And Now, like I said, for a team that's in contention, they would be all over it but the Reds don't want to trade him to a team that's in con- contention if the Reds have to face him in the playoffs. So I understand what you're saying, but if you really – and I'm just doing a live here on the show talking it out. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think anybody would trade for him because, like I said, he's he's done after this year. As far as contract go. we have to sign him. Michael, big decisions to be made in the offseason. Yes, exactly. And hopefully they'll make decisions in, the, in this offseason. And the thing is – this is what again, what kills me about what they did this past offseason. The Reds have a team that can be good for a while. I mean, especially with Lodolo and Hunter Green coming up. The Reds aren't going anywhere. I mean, they're not. I mean, they even if you don't pick up the option or buy the option out of Cassianos, you still got some good players. I want to keep him because I think he is a he to me, Nick Cassianos is the key to this team. He is the leader of this team. You have To sign him my opinion Matt you said you're back welcome back man where you been at all right Terry Cleveland needs a bat and they have a surplus of pitching in the bullpen true but again does if the Reds just look at the hear me out Terry if the Reds make the World Series and Cleveland makes the World Series you want to give them a piece to beat you I understand what you're saying um and it could happen. I'm not saying it won't. I just – that's not normally the guys that get traded for pieces that we need. It's normally young guys. But I understand what you're saying. It, it could happen. I, I don't know. We will find out. But that's a, that's a good option. I would I, – I like one. I really do. I would hate to trade him. But you got to trade somebody. And the thing is, honestly, I am to the point where I think – The Reds are – waited so long. you got Santion coming up. Michael Lorenzo's coming back. Hoffman's coming back. Hopefully, Anton and Sims will be back soon. You get all those – that's five guys. You get all five of them, that completely changes your bullpen. I mean, that's that's like trading for guys. You know, you add those guys, it's five of them. You add all those to this bullpen – it's a completely different bullpen. So I I guess I haven't heard anything about when Anton's coming back or Sims is coming back. Hopefully after the all-star break, but we can get those two back along with the three that are coming. that are already are going to be coming back. I think the Reds are are, are waiting to see if that happens and then see then make a decision on what they'll do with a trade deadline. All right, Michael. What do you think they'll do with Shogo? Um, honestly, unless somebody wants to trade for him, nothing. He's gonna be a red because he's still signed, I think, for at least two or three more years. So i I think Shogo is gonna be here, and that's the thing too is I mean, he could be our future, our center fielder still. That's what he was supposed to be these last two years, but it got injured in spring training, and then Nyquin took off, and he's kind of you know, lost his spot. He's starting to hit though. He's at least David Bell's getting him in there and try to keep his bat up. <clears throat> Ice. When the pitch, out, oh, I think you mean, when the pitching ninja Anton is coming back. When? I don't know. <laughs> uh, when? Or, he said when. I don't know. I hope soon. I am hoping very, very soon. John Hinkle, what's up? I think you are new. Again, Watching on Facebook. Do me a favor. If you have not subscribed, please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice, and make sure you like, subscribe, and share. And give me a super chat. (laughs) All right. um, Why doesn't Bell move Suarez down the lineup if he has to play him like last? We need to talk up Kyle Farmer. Yep, yep. Farmer had, Farmer, man, Kyle Farmer, some, he's given us solid at bats and solid fielding and works every pitcher. I agree with you. Farmer has played great, not great, but really, really well for the Reds. And he, if, if it wasn't for him, I don't know what they'd do at shortstop. You know, I really don't. And that's the one thing I'm kind of curious about when Moose comes back. I If they don't, Trade for a shortstop, I don't want Gino back at shortstop. I don't. You know, I mean, in my opinion, if Gino isn't hitting by the time Moose comes back, Gino's sitting far farmer starting at shortstop for me. He's made some very, very good plays at shortstop. And the and the only reason, in my opinion, that he won't be our future short shortstop is because of uh Jose Barto. If that's if that kid could come up here and hit. He's our future shortstop. But, yes, um, Farmer has been a godsend. And that's another thing that me and Lance McAllister were talking about on Friday. There's been so many things for this team that has happened right, you know, that only happens when you have a winning season. Because I don't care what anybody says. When you have a losing season, nothing goes right. Nothing. We've had so many injuries. I mean, Votto's bit was out for how many games Vito wasn't hitting for the first two months of the season Gino hasn't hit the whole season really i mean start maybe hit more we've had uh, the bullpen has been a disaster we've lost uh starting pitchers we had two rookies come up and pitch really good for us to keep us in there those are the things that are that just happened on winning ball clubs and that's what's happening for the reds this year kyle farmer playing shortstop that's why I've said this over and over again on here. When you get a chance to win, you go for it. But I do think the Reds are going to wait, try to wait out as long as they can because to get pitching because they don't want to give the farm away. And we have so many guys that are potentially coming back. All right, Matt, what's up? Watching the football soccer is coming home. You mean FC Cincinnati? Is that, that what you're talking about? All right, Brad M., Get all five back, and that's like making a huge trade. Exactly. That's my. That's exactly my point. If we can get all five of those guys, which I was talking about earlier, like I said we're getting Lorenzo back. You got Santion and Hoffman. Those three are going to be in the bullpen, maybe by the end of this weekend. If not, most likely after the All Star break, and hopefully very soon after that, you get TJ Anton and Lucas Sims back. You get all five of those guys. That's like I said. That's making a huge, huge trade, and I I'm. I'm sure right now the Reds are waiting to see if they can get all five of them back and see where they're at. Brad, waiting for the preseason Bengals matchups. (laughs) Dude, I cannot wait to the Bengals season start. I cannot wait. I mean, dude, we are less than a month away. End of this month, train camp starts. It'll be awesome. All right, Matt, Dick Williams signed Shogo to a three year, $21 million overall deal, I believe. So, yeah, so he's got at least. one more year then. So, I, like I said, I don't see Shogo going anywhere. I mean, that's another guy. If you sign Nyquan, I mean, the thing is, we still have Nick Senzel. I mean, you don't forget about him. I mean, the, the Reds have a, a plethora of talent. You know, they got talent coming out of their ears, especially as outfielders and third basemen go. You know, we can't find a shortstop to save our life, but we got a ton of outfielders and a ton of third basemen. So, they got a lot of talent. And, that's where it just drives me out. There's so many pieces they could have used in the offseason to, to make trades and get some better players, but we'll see. All right, Terry, what's up? Shogo is here until next year. Seven million a year sitting on the beach, which is where Naquin, why Naquin equivalent Cleveland for pitching makes sense. To, I'm again, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense for the Reds. I, it doesn't make sense in my eyes for – unless you trade him to Cleveland, which I don't know if they will – I don't know if the Reds would trade him to a contending ball club. You'd have to trade him to a contending ball club that has pitching to 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 use him. You know, to use that – because you won't trade him to a team that's out of it. So it, that's a really hard thing to do, Terry. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it won't happen, and I'm not saying I, I don't agree with it. It could happen. It's just very unlikely. Those are not the trades that happen for contending ball clubs. You know, they usually don't trade to another team that they could potentially meet in the playoffs, World Series, whatever. But we'll see what happens. I mean, it could happen. <clears throat> yeah, we got. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that that's a good point, crowd. I forgot about that. Nicklin came from Cleveland. So I don't know if they trade for him again because he was always injured for them. So that's yep, I forgot about that. He was an Indian. So that's another thing. I I, I don't see that trade happening, Terry. I just don't see the Indians trading <laughs> trading for a guy that a year ago they just they didn't resign. They let him go. So yeah, that that's another that's a good point there, Crown. I'll, to, I'll give it to you that one. So anyway. Tonight's pitching matchup, we got Tyler Malley, which hopefully he will get some run support. Uh, it's, he's 7-3, 3.63 ERA, and I've said this before. And That's another thing. If it wasn't, for, and then we had so many things, good things happen for the Reds this year, where would the Reds be at, the especially the, the beginning, first two months of the season, without Tyler Malley and Wade Miley? <laughs> <laughs> Those two have been awesome, steady. They haven't missed start. Well, Wade Miley did miss a couple of starts, but for the most part, they haven't missed that many starts. Miley hasn't missed a start. You know, he like I say, seven three three point six three ERA versus Adrian Hauser for the bruisers He's five and five, three point nine94 ERA. So it's a pretty good pitching matchup. We'll see what happens tonight. Game game time is at eight ten. I got a lot of new people on here. I like this. Greg, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. And again, if you're on Facebook, go to YouTube channel. Subscribe to my show. Greatly appreciate it. It's called Sports with Strawberry Ice. All right. When the team gets healthy, the Reds will DFA don't. Then they still owe him the money. I don't, I don't see that happening. I mean, if you DFA him, you, you, baseball contracts are guaranteed. You'd still have to pay him, so. I don't, especially when he's finally starting to hit. I don't, I don't see them doing that at all. When did Super Chats become a thing? When did you get a new setup? Super Chats became a thing once I got monetized, and that's just through the YouTube channel. And it's not a new setup. It's just my camera that I usually use, which is over there, decided not to work <laughs> for the show. It just kept turning off for no reason. So I'm using the the camera on my computer. Hopefully tomorrow, my uh, regular camera will work. Is Trevor's story a possibility? I don't think so because I don't because of Kyle Farmer. Shortstop is not a huge need, Um, and I think the Rockies are going to want too much for him. And I think the more pressing need for the Reds is bullpen. So thanks, thanks to Kyle Farmer. I don't think Trevor's story is going to happen unless, because unless they just want to give him away. But in my opinion, I'm trying to say your name. J- J- uh, I'm not even going to try to say it. Jay, Jay. Oh man, never mind. Jay, here I'll call you Jay. Jay, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as possible. I think that's a guy they could have gotten the off season. They should have tried to get in the off season. John, what's up? Do you think Garrett would pitch better? If he's mad at the world, it seems as he does better when he looks mad at the Cubs and Cardinals. I don't know, man. I he's he made a statement where he can't feels like he can't be himself. You know, he doesn't want to hurt people's feelings, he doesn't want to get suspended again. It's that didn't I said this before. You can talk trash. You can fire yourself up. There's been lots of guys, lots of crazy freaking relievers. We had three of them in the 90s. You know, we had the nasty boys. All three of them are crazy. There's other ways to amp yourself up. You don't have to talk at the other team. Talk to your bullpen. Talk to the, uh, the dugout. Talk to the outfield. Talk to yourself. You know, you don't have to do what he has done. That's got him fined. And to me he didn't always do that you know he pitched before without doing that so I don't know well I I think that's a a crutch for him as to why in his mind he's not pitching good and to me he needs to get over it you know that's that's what I think Terry what's up uh Tyre Malley always gets. Ahead of the batter's 0-2 and ends up in a full count almost religiously. He needs to stop nibbling and say on his pitch count. Yeah, I, I agree. He he needs to to when he gets 0-2 go, go for it more. But I can't really <clears throat> uh, fault him for the results. I do, and I'm, I'm sure he would want to get his pitch count down as well. And I'm sure that DJ has has talked to him about it and they're working on it. But I think that's that's been a problem with him since he's been up here. You know, that's that's he he, he like you say he nibbles too much. He needs to go more for the kill shot. We'll see what what happens. But I can't fault him for what he's done. It's worked. But again, to get him to pitch longer into the games, he needs to get guys out with less pitches. Obviously, <clears throat> Crown, you're saying nope, too much money for Trevor Story. I, yeah, I, I think so. I just don't think I don't think they're going to. I think pressing need is shortstop. Crip, ice. Any word on Bengals letting fans come to training camp this year? Um, I haven't heard any official thing on it, but my opinion is they're going to let them. I mean, I, I, I mean, everything in Ohio here is open. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't see any reason. Why fans can't be in the stand? I mean, we're going to the baseball games, you know, there's no restrictions there. So, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. All right, Jawan, <laughs> but John, Juan. Jawan. All right, J-Wan, but everybody calls me Jawan. All right, J-Wan or I'll call you Jawan. All right, Juan. <laughs> Sorry, man. I uh, sometimes dude, me, me and reading don't get along. <laughs> all right. And you got the next seven games are very crucial. Yes. I've said that I've been saying that all week. You know, you know, the we need to win the series against the Royals. Yes, we all can complain, and I've done it that they should have swelled them. They could have swelled them. There's no reason they didn't sweep them other than our bullpen stunk. But these next two series at the beginning of the all-star break and coming out of the all-star break are huge. I mean, the the Reds have an opportunity. It's right in front of them. By the time they're done with these two series with the boozers to be in first place and by a couple games, you know. So it, it, it is huge. It is absolutely huge series starting here with the Reds. All right, guys. It is. Wow. It's 621, man. You guys are awesome. I love it when you guys are talking to me. You make it a whole lot easier to do this, and it's, it's fun. I mean, if you guys didn't see the show last Friday, and I know, I keep talking about Lance McAllister, but Lance McAllister was one of my favorite guys I've ever had on the show. And he said I, that I have created a, a virtual sports bar here. And I, I feel like that when, when you guys are blowing a chat up and we're talking we're having a good time. It's perfect. I, I love when this happens. It, it makes, makes this fun. This is why this is fun to do. You know, we just sit here, talk, and have fun. and You know, especially when Jeremy can't be on the show, which hopefully maybe tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. But let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of those guys. And just to let you guys know, I'm going to end the show with my new intro. So if you guys missed the new intro at the beginning of the show, you can watch it at the end here. But let me get to the Facebook groups here. They are Hootay Nation. And if you guys have not joined these groups, I recommend you join these groups. These are all great Facebook groups. Hootay Nation. Bengals Nation. Bengals Hootay Nation. Cincinnati Bengals the Jungle. Then you have the Cincinnati Reds rounding third, heading for home. Bearcat Country, which Bearcats are going to be good this year, especially in football. Then you got, for all the Ohio State fans, you got Ohio State Bucknuts. And then you have the Ice Bar, which is my actual show page. I always call it a virtual bar. You sit there and belly up to the bar and have more conversations like this when I'm not on the air. And you guys can talk amongst yourselves. Amongst yourselves on the show, on the page. i get it right. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with strawberry ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenapol. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. And then I'm also on TikTok, which here lately I've been doing a lot of smack talking to the Cardinals. Excuse me, the Tweety Birds and the Boozers. And I'm doing some smack talking about Jackpot Joey Burrow and how him and Uno are going to dominate the AFC North. So if you like smack talk and you want to support me and you can do at them or whatever you want, check it out. TikTok, Iceman ninety. Also, just look up sports with strawberry ice to show up. I'll be pulling off the sound later on tonight and putting it on the podcast. So if you missed any of the show, you can listen to it. You don't look, and you don't want to look at my face this close. <laughs> you can listen to it. I'm on BeanPod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, download, subscribe, right, like, rate, and review. Give me a five star review. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers. My people, the original ones, like I said, if it wasn't for you guys on YouTube, my viewers, people listening to the podcast, I wouldn't be able to do this. So this is awesome. I'd just be talking to myself. But I'm at 1,239 subscribers. One away from (laughs) 1,240. Hey, I can do math. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports with strawberry ice. Let's see here. I get a couple comments on here real quick you guys left some uh terry the tweed birds and the scrubs be playing each other in the meantime while the reds and boozers are batting that's awesome and you got one more here juan i'll be at the Bengals jags game i went on the link oh you're gonna be in zim's thing yeah that's cool you're gonna be in zim's zim section zim ace I think Joe Goodberry, the commissioner, they all got their own section or whatever for that game. That will be awesome. Hey, come check me out. I'll be in uh, section 158, and I'll be tailgating at uh, Bengal Jim's Before the Roar tailgate, so you can come and and check me out and say hi. But I cannot wait for football season. It's going to be fun right now. It's fun. Isn't it fun having a baseball team that is actually in the race? We actually have a chance to talk about a team that's not getting the doors blown off every night. And a team that believes in themselves, believes they can win every single night, we believe they can win every single night. Until we get to the bullpen, then we're like, oh, crap. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to win. As Lance McCallister Lance would say, I love winning. And I do. And please, I want the Reds and the Bengals to win a World Series and Super Bowl so I can go and tell my wife, see, My team won something, too. 24 years I've been married to that woman. They've won the Super Bowl twice. They've won the Stanley Cup three times. They've went to the World Series twice. None of my teams can even win a freaking playoff game. So let's go. Let's get it done this year. (laughs) And as the great Jeremy D is nuts, Dimebag Dean would say. Ready? All together. Remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? Come on, Reds. Big start. Step on the throat tonight. Let's go. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!